you got going on. Like that, what's that Black China girl name? Well, I mean, her situation. Oh, Black China. Yeah, Black well, she caught Rob Kardashian. She got a humble. She got a good one. And she just blew through the roof. Sure. I don't even think she looked good. I don't think any of them. Really I don't even think looking like she is bumpering, is popping. <laughs> and she got a crackhead mom's on. Oh my god! And now her mom's show. is making mad breaks. Got her own reality show, Tokyo Tony. Mm -hmm. Finding find love. It real, like, yeah, she thinks she found a dude on the show, and now she got married a couple weeks ago. They do anything, see, anything for likes and views and all that bull crap. And the dudes do the same thing, though. I'm the crazy. If you the hot chick from the reality show, they gonna mess with you too. Tokyo Tony need a husband? Like, I, right. I don't know. How, I, who's a guy? And the show is believable because it's not like they tried to go get any Prince Charmings. Are they all uglies? They was all uglies for the most part, and she <laughs> picked the best one. Would have had a casting call at the at the homeless shelter. I guess so because <laughs> you, you come to do Mrs. T. Come to do Mrs. T. And what she put, what she picked. You want a warm shower and some food? He wasn't eat. bad looking. He just looked like that everyday postman. You know what I mean? Like a regular dude. Regular dude. Like me and you. Yeah. They got married, but a little more scruffy. A little more scruffy. They got married on live. I'm not a postman though. So. Wait, they got married on live, like on IG? live Instagram, IG yeah. live. That's popping though. And honestly, most people don't live the lives that me and you live, bro. So you're bugging. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're bugging. You're right. You know what I did? Not that one of us step into nobody's office every day, wake up at when we wake up whenever right fuck we want. Yeah, yeah. But we working all day long. I, I'm tired. We grinding. Hey, I'm tired at the end of the day. We grinding. All right, I'll... Are we ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's go. We got a lot going on in New York City, the world, the Mecca, everywhere. <sighs> Too much shit, to be honest with you. Like, I try to take a shower sometimes, but I can't. My phone's just going off with all, all the bullshit in the world. Ugh. Damn. All right. Um, it seems like it's happening in New York. Happening, <laughs> happening exactly right here. You're going to give me that Corona back up off me a little bit. Oh my God, that is, I'm going to talk about that too. But what are we going to talk about the Corona? No, I want to talk about the Corona. Black people don't get the coronavirus. Oh my God. I'm just letting y'all know that. I, I, see this. I don't give a, oh I'm my not God. fearful of, I don't care about none of that. I see we drank out of those water fountains back in the day. We good. Come on, son. I I'm at my mother's house with my hands all in the spaghetti. I'm not even using a fork. They look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, don't worry, we black. You see that that guy at um like Whole Foods, you just drink it to the head. Oh, oh. my god, have you, you seen that? Things white people do. That's a great whatever well, already a show, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you seen it? Yeah, I did. I think on a volleyball. And he went back for three, three yeah, dishes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised they ain't go from cheddar. Like, they ain't go from cheddar, broccoli, yeah, the, the you see the dip, yeah. I thought it was gonna double dip. Might as well, you already yeah. spit all on the, on the uh, spoon. You might as well triple double. He's probably like, what? Like, what happened? Man, uh, anyway, um, we're back with another installment of A Different Lens. I'm Mark Williams, and to my left, your right, I have... The Gambler, the Tragic Antagonist. What's up? Different Lens. Let's go. To my... Go. I was waiting for you to introduce To me. my right, your left, I have... Sazu. That's it. That's I don't know. Introduction. Like, I just, I don't want to be like the face because I don't want to be disrespectful. But your favorite Whoa. face. Oh, you was gonna say the face. The oh, yeah. The favorite See? face. Oh, y'all are ruthless. Women are ruthless, bro. In a different way than we are. Excuse I me. Can't relate. It is not <laughs> me being petty. I We're gonna start out with sports today. We're gonna lead <laughs> off with um, something that's going on a lot today in New York and also the world. 
uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Spike Lee, but he had a big situation at the, uh, the Madison Square Garden regarding New York Knicks. Tell us about it there, buddy. Yeah, just another situation where some reason Knicks operations didn't mesh with the fans, didn't mesh with what was going on. Spike Lee has been going in that same entrance for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Spike Lee, according to Spike Lee, mm -hmm. it's not verified by me, but you know, has mm -hmm. spent $10 million in Knicks tickets over the years. I can believe that. He goes back to the 60s and 70s before Dolan family right. took over, and he spent over $10 million. He's been the Knicks' most faithful fan, Yep. And he is a legendary Nick. He's a legendary fan. He's been there through it all. He he's been a biggest part of all the great moments and the crushing moments of Nick's history as anybody. And he's faithful. Whether we lost, whether we were winning the um, Eastern Conference like in 2012, whether we were going to NBA Finals like in '94, 2000, Spike was there, win or lose. Right there. Now I see all these guys on social media saying, "Oh, he's just a fan like you and me." Bullshit. So my question, would Jack Nicholson get the same treatment had he been in Heck no. How about Billy Crystal? No. They would have been treated with a little more respect. No, and that's why I don't want to turn everything into a race thing. Right. But I just saw a lot of the white community hating Dolan last week. Mm -hmm. It's like a Trump situation, but still willing to support him because rich dudes like Spike Lee and Charles Oakley can't can't have the same privilege mm -hmm. as white guys that have the same money. Mm -hmm. It just seems like people got really mad that they would feel privileged because Oakley and Spike acted like assholes a little bit in those situations. Without a doubt. But aren't they allowed to be privileged assholes because of what they've accomplished just like anybody else yeah. of any other color? Yeah. That's my argument. Yeah. I never said Spike was it. Everybody knows Spike Lee got an ego. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Spike Lee's an asshole mm -hmm. sometimes. That's nothing new. Everybody knows Charles Oakley will beat your ass on a Sunday night and for, saying, for, for saying his mama lips are too big. Yep. Right? Yep. Nothing new there. Yep. But to, but to side with Dolan, because, I think because they're people of color mm -hmm. and you don't feel like they should have the right to be asshole, rich asshole, mm -hmm. that's where I come in. And I think that overall that just represents why the Knicks aren't good, why no free agents are gonna come here. Dolan's not gonna sell a team. And the more you tell him to sell a team, the more he's gonna let you know that that team doesn't mean a thing to me. Yeah, this is my kingdom. Yep. You're not kicking me out. Yep. They, You know they threw out fans I seen that last, last night. Morning. Yeah, I seen that this morning. They was trying to sell the team. So the more team. you tell him that, the more he's gonna let y'all know. Get rid of row C. Yep. The whole freaking row. So I would suggest that we as um, the buying public. But can I just say one just more thing? Dub him. And I, this is gonna be it. There was a low of 16,500 people. Today, 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 at the game last night. Right. Right. That says something. Right. Because the Knicks have one of the highest tenants in the league and they're worth $4.6 billion. So the people actually are talking now. Yeah, talk, hit him in the pocket. Hit him in the pocket. So stop subscribing to his different channels and all that stuff. But um, before we leave the Knicks, uh, anything you want to add before we leave the Knicks? Because we want to say something about more, more, more sports. You want to say something about the Knicks? You good with the Knicks? Um, what is, can I oh, ask you a question about the Knicks? So what's the vibe? See, just the normal vibe, because you're 20. See, at this point, you're, 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 you're out here. The Knicks were a brand before. You didn't have to be a basketball fan. Women 
was watching finals games with that man going to the finals parties. Mm -hmm. And this was big back in the 90s. It was like it extended to your mother, even your grandmother. I like Charles Oakley. I like mm -hmm. Eric Bates. I like mm -hmm. Ewing. You know what I mean? Especially if she was West Indian. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, they love Patrick Ewing. Mm -hmm. So right now as a 20-year-old, you know, the, the popping brands, Golden State, LeBron. What What are the Knicks saying to Generation Zers? Like, right? Zers? Yeah. Zers. Yeah, yours, 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 yours. What do the Knicks mean to y'all? They meant everything to us when we were coming up. Honestly, I'm not gonna. I don't hear that much about the Knicks. We I know. hear more like the Heat, the Warriors, the Raptors, like stuff like the that. The hot I don't hear, Yeah, I don't hear that much about. But that. as New Yorkers, y'all don't have any connection. Like, I just don't know. Y'all so easily root for other teams. Peanut Gallery, nothing. Knicks. How y'all so easily root for other Knicks, teams? They don't really do nothing for us. For the I new generation. I think that just because of their record, a lot of people have really, really given up on them. Mm -hmm. And us living in, in New York, like, we don't even hear about it. That's, I think, it's bad. Like, So they just hired a, they just hired a guy that runs on their social media stuff and all that brand marketing name is Steve Stout. You probably may have heard of him from he does record labels and all that stuff coming up. Is that how Nas? Nas, he probably used records back in the day, do you think that there's a branding issue with the New York Knicks as far as reaching your market? Because our market is dying out in the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah, I feel like the last person we really cared about was like Melo. Mm -hmm. And then ever since that Melo stuff, that he's gone there. now. So it's like the people that are there now are like rookies, like Knox, he's a rookie. Right. Like, And I only like him because of Hami, really. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's nobody big there right now that we... Yeah, can relate more to. focused on like yeah. who like the bigger players are and LeBron, like who's like yeah like Greek Steph, Curry, Steph. Like, stuff like and, and social media has contributed to that. It's not regional anymore. There's, there's like, everybody everybody like the the top Luca, right. Ron, Harden, Zion, yeah. Zion, you know. But can I just say one thing? I wrote a um article today in response to ESPN's best twenty five under twenty five. Mm -hmm. They left off R.J. Barrett, mm -hmm. as did you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a victim of just the whole Knicks stench. Because if you look at R.J. Barrett's stats, R.J. Barrett's third amongst rookies in scoring. Mm -hmm. He's the only rookie, as of a couple games ago, that's averaging, I think, 15 points, more than five rebounds, more than three assists. He's basically had to sink or swim compared to Zion, who's coddled, who comes in with talented guys around him, angle and ball, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and a great coach, mm -hmm. Gentry, a great coach. Mm -hmm. And then you got guys like Cam Reddish who also come in with a good coach, Lloyd Pierce, but then you have Trey Young around you. You got John Collins around right. you. It's, it's real things going on, even though Landon Suggs is real. The Knicks really, it was like, you have Randall and Morris trying to get big free agent contracts. So they're ball hogging. Right. You, you should have gave Barrett the ball from the beginning of the year right. and said, do your thing. They didn't really believe in them. So it's nobody really capturing New York City. Like, if you think of back in the days, our era, the Knicks controlled the back page. It was the Yankees mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the Knicks. Basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Mets was like, uh. The Nets was like, uh. Yeah, good, right? The Giants also had the back page. Yep, uh, the Giants. And the Jets like, yeah, right? The Nets, mm -hmm. the Jets, they were like, yeah. So nobody right now is capturing your generation as far as basketball is concerned in the professional mm -hmm. level from New York, from New York. And that's maybe, maybe the Nets, and only because of where it is. But they, they and the potential. Like yeah, like see. just because, and now that you know they got um, Kyrie and who's um, a younger star. Yeah, so like they probably yeah. So it's a new. First of all, it's a brand new arena. Yeah. It's in the middle of the city of Brooklyn. Yeah. 
So it's beautiful. People like to just go by and take pictures. So that just attracts it, period. Like the garden is old. Is it, it's is washed it really up. Beautiful? You know what I'm it's saying? It's big and brown. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a it's good structure. It certainly tonight. didn't meet my expectations. <laughs> but what I thought the fuck was it going to be. It's a big building, but it's beautiful, though. It is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I think it's it was, it was structured brown. very well. But, yeah, I think them, <laughs> that they're, they're from New York right now. Right, so I agree with that. So... Um, we're going to close this segment out, and we're going to tell Steve Stout and now Leon Rose to holler at us. Rebrand it. We're going to rebrand it, and let's cater to the youngins, because they're the ones that's going to be the buying public coming up, because uh, we're about to get up out of here. Let Mitchell sure. Robinson and R.J. Barrett lead the team. Right. Start with them. Yep. And go from there. And go from there. Matter of fact, matter of fact, keep those two outside the building, burn yeah. everything else down, and let's start from scratch. I think they, they, I think they can make it. Got they it. perform well if if we let them, if we get out of our own way. That's our problem. And that's right. been the problem. New York Knicks, talk. This was it. Boom. It's better to have They just think he's some scumbag trying to rob Megan. That's my point. Oh, okay. That's why I'm giving it more perspective. The fans think he's just some scumbag. That signed yeah, her, trying to get over with her. And, yeah. and tied her to some dirt deal, and she blew her. Now they like go, let her go over Jay Z. Okay. Yeah. And we're <laughs> back. Different lands, different lands. Uh, we're going to give you guys a little bit of information on stuff that you've probably seen throughout the world, or particularly on your phone, social media, through various outlets. Um, we're going to go to uh, Sazu. Tell us exactly what we're going to talk about with Magda Stallion. Okay, so we have the story that Meg Thee Stallion is trying to leave her current record label deal with... Um, 1501 Yeah. There we go. And they're apparently not letting her release her music. She got a terrible deal, her 60-40 deal with um, 1501. <laughs> she claims she got a yeah, terrible she, deal. she got a, a horrible deal with them. And she's trying to move to Rock Nation, is it? Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you: If you are, an, if you are uh, an musical artist and you coming up, are you more willing to sign any deal just to get your name out there? I think. No. Me personally, I wouldn't do it because I think I'd always have to look into like. I mean, I trust my sister with everything business-wise, so I would have to talk to her, mm -hmm. and I feel like she would give me her best opinion on what I should do, mm -hmm. and I she would take it into no. I would take it into consideration and I would also just, like whatever feels right for me is what I'm gonna go with. It's not just trying to get your name out there and, and all that. It's like, you also have to think about how do you want your name to be out there? In what light, like like behind who? Like how, like how are they really treating you? Like you you really gotta read the fine print. Like you really gotta read that. I think that's key. I agree with that. I would say you get a lawyer, tell your sister to get a lawyer. But you have some insight on that make, make a Stallion situation in 1501 certified. Well, Speak on it, Jack. Yeah, I just I just see it as, you know, I've written about it extensively on the shadowleague.com. And um, but I just see it as, you know, Carl Crawford, he used to play in the major leagues. Um, he's from Houston. He's down with Rapalot CEO Jay Prince, who's also from Houston, and Jay Ferris, who's mm -hmm. known mm -hmm. in Houston. You know, they're, they're big dogs in Houston now, different They're things. bigger than Houston now, though. Right, Crawford's in baseball, uh, those guys are in music, but Megan Thee Stallion's office from also from Houston. They found her. Mm -hmm. They had an independent label. Now this is rare, sure. And the labels don't usually blow up this quickly. But it happened in the case of KSR and Shaft and Cardi B. Mm -hmm. And it's the same type of situation. And then you see how Offset and Quality Control just took her. Mm -hmm. And now they're embroiled 
in a court case, mm -hmm. right? And people on both sides say, Cardi says she's being robbed. Mm -hmm. Chad says, wait, I put all this money into you, you blew, and now you're trying to just leave and not pay me what I'm worth. Same thing with Carl Crawford. Um, he he claims he put two, invested $2 million in Megan Thee Stallion, and she blew up mm -hmm. with no help of Rock Nation. Mm -hmm. And now that she's popping, she signed a management deal with Rock Nation in January. Mm -hmm. She has the label deal. The label CEO, Carl Crawford, said, at the time, I feel blindsided by the situation, but hey, my paperwork's straight. Mm -hmm. The better she does, the better I do. We're still cool. Mm -hmm. He must not have, not have like, he doesn't have a lot of experience mm -hmm. with the with the record business. Those who do, I knew. That was just the first it was step. Over. It was over. Once Jay and them got their hands on her, they're not gonna just manage. And then she kept getting bigger and, and, bigger, bigger, and bigger and bigger. So eventually, the real story is she just stopped paying the record label. Really? For shows and stuff that she was doing. Mm -hmm. At the best of Rock Nation. Those lawyers, Rock Nation has some of the best lawyers in the world. This is what they're telling her to do. Mm -hmm. Just stop paying. Mm -hmm. Keep your bread, right? Because mm -hmm. we was from what you're telling us. They screwed you. Mm -hmm. And how we're going to present it, we're going to present it as they screwed you. Right. Right? So, she also put Jay Prince, who, along with her mother, signed the original deal. She's was, she under, was she underage when she signed? Or she just needed a co-signer or something? I don't believe she said she was 20. So, she was not. She right. said she was 20 when she signed that deal. So, okay. she was not a minor. That would change everything. Yes. If she was 17, she'd be out that deal tomorrow. So fast, yep. Unfortunately, she was an adult. She was an adult, and but I don't know. She wasn't legal drinking age, so that might be a loophole, no. you know. But she signed it, and <laughs> it's not like it was a terrible deal. Her thing is though, she's only gotten a couple grand. That's what she's reporting. Right, I'm she's sure, reporting. I'm sure, but she they, has some they're bread. saying she's lying. Of course, right. I'm sure that's have... part of the that, that's part of the deal. Well, so I think eventually. They're just gonna have to cut a deal. Mm -hmm. She's she, she's gonna be on Rock. She's oh, gonna be on Rock Nation right, eventually. Uh -huh. It's just how much money they're willing to pay and how much Carl Crawford's willing to spend to fight for his pride because his artist got stolen right from under him. Mm -hmm. But Rock Nation and Jay Z, man, I mean, they're like he's like the most powerful of music. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have to get that up. You gotta get that because up. you can't take it when she's trying to go anyway. But I would try to get a piece of it. Let me get one percent, right? What are you gonna say? I was gonna say that um, in regards to her only getting like a few thousand dollars, mm -hmm. it, apparently what happened was she would have, like, she got more than that. But after she had to pay like producers and mm -hmm. and, and all mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. extra stuff, mm -hmm. she was only getting like fifteen k. They were saying from that after, like, she had to pay everybody off. So is that therefore her lack of understanding of business? That's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, artists gotta know you gotta pay. I'm getting my man up the block and do a beat yeah. real quick. I don't want to go too far yeah, off, but like... Lil Baby was on to on an interview today, right? Uh -huh. And he was just breaking down how I forgot who the kid that he signed. I forgot what the kid's name is. Real young rapper that under Lil Baby now. The one just now that he just yeah, what's like his name? I yeah, the short dude, short yeah. lightsy dude. He asked for three hundred thousand from the baby to sign. The baby's little baby, not the baby, little baby. Little baby was letting him know, for one, I don't got 300 grand signing. But this is the whole point. That three, if I give you 300 grand, mm -hmm. your bills for the video, for the hotels, it's going to be 300 grand. Mm -hmm. How about I give you 50 mm -hmm. 
and keep the three to pay for all your stuff. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't have to be reimbursed. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that these young dudes now, they know more about the game than they ever did. Because somebody put, like the little baby said, somebody schooled me. So they either gonna take advantage of you or school you. Right. And I'm gonna say with you, a lot of times women are not schooled, they're taking advantage that's of true. That's true. That's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. So, so now, we're gonna have sympathy for Megan, whether she got a good deal or not, because they're gonna assume those dudes try to take advantage of a 20-year-old girl. So here's a guy, and I never heard of him until maybe like two years ago. Uh, the underground heard about him. Um, Russ. You heard of Russ? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ru Russ coming like, out now. To us. Right, to the us. mainstream. Right. But I think the underground knew who he was primarily because he was popping on SoundCloud for a long time. So he took his SoundCloud catalog and put it now. He got millions of followers. So mm -hmm. he took all those millions of followers and that SoundCloud catalog and took it to a record label. Yeah, who did he just sign with? I don't know, he, but yeah, he, he, did he owns somebody. all his publishing. Right. Like Meg Thee Stallion, though. So she's smart. I mean, she in the game. Like, all she really had to do is, she just wants to be on Rock Nation. I mean, that is a Because that's where it's at. You know, I would want to be that's on right. Rock Nation. For a little girl from Houston, started out in the sticks, come up, you want to be with Jay and Rock Nation because they showing you something that Carl Crawford was to come up at the time. Right. And they're going to take it to another level. And this is the yeah. next level you're going to go to. But at the same time, you know, that's... Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. do. It's okay. a dirty game. I, I wouldn't be mad at any of those sides. Because she know those guys can't take her where she needs to go. Right, right. At the same time, she signed a contract. And now she's got the best lawyers in the world that's gonna help her get out that contract. Mm -hmm. It's right. not like she's just getting started. Right. So whenever she gets out that contract, whenever she gets out this contract, it's just gonna be more a little more money that she's getting. Yep. You know? Because Rock Nation gonna get theirs too. She no, might I, end up in the worst contract, just don't forget that, but making more bread. Because they're gonna probably use the, the, lawyer fees, the lawyer fees against against. Oh yeah, her. she's not paying no lawyer fees right now. They're gonna recoup all that. Once they get off the label, <laughs> you owe us 1.5 of that, 2 million, we got you. What's going on with um, uh, Nicki Minaj? Um, um, so apparently her fiance, husband, I don't know if they actually got married yet. I think they did get a marriage license in Cali, where he was arrested for not registering as a sex offender. But the scoop on that is supposed to be that he had gotten pulled over in November of last year. And that's where they had found out that he didn't register as a sex offender in California. And they told him, even though you're registered in New York, now that you're here, you gotta register here. He didn't do so. And he went back to court and he's supposed to be going back to jail, I think now with a $100,000 bond. That's like, for oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, she can, bond, yeah. But he's facing like 10 years, right? Yeah. So now this is all depending on they want to bang him or not. It's a whole lot. They were saying that um he he can't do any drugs like any, like marijuana anything like he's supposed to be going back to court I think like the twenty third. Gotta stay up your butt. So hold on. So he once can't they get you. They don't let you. They act, but they acting like it's a new charge. Like he he registered sex offender because the, his case was litigated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the way they get you is you're not even on probation. If you don't register, they will, can give you back your full time. Yeah. Word? Yes, that's why he's facing 10 joints. Because I think he only served like maybe like close to four years, Wait. I think, in New York. Oh, but as a register. Or no. as in jail. When he, yeah, when he when got he was in jail, he, it was like four years, like close to four years. And then he got out. Served, yeah. 
but he still had time that could have, you know, they, they, you served for on a certain amount of sentence, but those years still hang over your head. That's crazy. And I think that's the worst thing to do is have to raise or whatever, because that shit never, it, it don't go away. Yeah, that's like for life. So, yeah, so you could think that you're good because you're not committing crimes, you don't have any probation over your head, and you're just chilling, and then boom, they come get you because, yo, you live, if you live over a certain amount of time in a certain area, I guess you have, that's what he did, right? Because yeah, so if he was coming back home. To New York, he's a New Yorker? Yeah, yeah from Queens. Yeah. I don't know enough. If he was coming back home, it's all about being down with Nicki Minaj. Because yeah. he didn't even spend a year in Cali, I don't think, man. Yeah. It's it's more than that. Like It's like he's sitting there. He really was in the public's eye a lot. Like mm -hmm. Going back and forth with me. He was in Trinidad. They said he was about to beat up the guy because he was putting yeah, his hand. Like, drama. Like, I just feel like if you do, if you have to live a lifestyle where you're a registered sex offender, like you want to be low-key. Low-key. Like, and, and she's saying, oh, he doesn't have social media. But that's a part of his um, probation. He can't. He's not allowed to have social right. media. Word. Yeah, like they told him he can't have it. So don't make it seem like he's out here just right. behind closed doors because he wants to be. Right. He has to be. He probably want to be up on on all that. You but know? he probably wanted to comment when Meek and him had that little beef on the Yeah, on, 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 of course on, on, he on did. The, you guys, you ever had somebody password? Oh no. Yeah. yeah so like, <laughs> he probably got her, her password. Her, he probably her, got his own phone with her whole Instagram one. Her, or her phantom uh page. Everybody got a phantom page. Yeah. Yeah, he page. on there somehow, some way. Yeah. But you know, I think it's just unfortunate. I think it's one of those things where if he wasn't with her in the celebrity light, it would have probably went if back. If he was with Monique for 164, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd be been good. Cali fine, back and forth. Even Fine, good. they like me, but we gonna teach this man. You know, you, you can't be flossing out here, B. We we and we can mess with you, we're gonna mess yeah, with you. Plus, plus a brother that you know, yeah. it's a she's dealing with a lot right now. This is more less about Kenneth and more about Nikki. And I'm not talking about choices she made. You can't uh, help that your brother molested yeah. his stepdaughter yeah, yeah. or that this guy happened to. She's like, damn, maybe a Mike type of situation. She's like, damn. But I think, do you think it's sullying her image a little bit? I, I didn't. I haven't. I'm not so judging nobody, but her, her brother, I am. He's a scumbag. I'm not judging the dude because we don't know about what happened that way. And from what we can hear, this is more of a ages close together, but uh -huh. the girl's 17, 20, some bullshit. Right, right, right. The brother situation that. I mean, you could throw him wherever you want to throw him. Yeah, yeah throw him. I don't, I don't give a damn. I haven't heard a, a Nicki song. Not that I'm checking for her, but this can't help. I haven't heard a song from her until I seen this video. This is a segue. Watch the segue. Until I seen that twerking video in down in Miami. Yeah, what made her do that? She hadn't done that in a while, and that wasn't even really. To me, it wasn't even Nikki's style how she coming now. That song is well, crazy. Yeah, she said she was retiring and all that. It just seemed it off. Nice. It seemed like that's something she would do. Like Who's her manager? You know what management is. I don't know. YMCA and B. Oh, like, uh, with Drake and them? Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still with them. They need to direct her, guide her a little better right now. In her I, life. I, just think, I just think that. I mean, it's like you can't really tell somebody who to love and who, who to be their family. Like, I, I think, think she just a has a lot of, like. Like, like yes, you can. I mean, <laughs> you can tell somebody not yeah. to do something. That lady damn near 40. She bred, she bred one. Yeah, no, she, I just feel like you can't tell somebody. Not to do something. I feel like if somebody told you not to do it, it's just going to make you want to do it more. So it's like you telling her not to be with him is like 
No, I'm not gonna say. No, that. I'm not saying that. I can't. And I she looks pretty damn happy. Wait, you Listen. can. But she's gotta make decisions. Like behind closed doors, how does she really feel about the situation? Like, I'm pretty sure she's like, Maybe damn, I'm ugly, but you got me looking out here crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, but but she knew that already when she started fucking with him. Yeah. She knew it from when she was young. You don't think she know what she went to jail for? You don't think they had the conversation and she decided that's not enough for me not to mess with him? Yeah. His 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 pros outside his cons, but way his cons. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna x out every every brother of color, especially because of something they why the said he did, a charge he had, everybody can't stay clean. That's not mm-hmm. fair. It if you black. Six out of every ten dudes you know are gonna have some type of. Uh, they did something. That with the law. I know guys that when they were younger they had problems. Now they're lawyers. Thank God it wasn't serious enough where they couldn't. Be. Right, 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 right. On their way to judges. That's but right. and some people just know how to stay clean. Mm-hmm. Like my man right here. Clean, clean. You know, clean as a whistle. All right, well, now we're going to end this segment. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. Because she ain't do none of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's in a bad situation. She's in a bad situation right now. Meg, good luck to you in your endeavors against... Get that money, Meg. Carl Crawford. Learn how to be a carnivore like everybody else. Yeah, Carl Crawford, good luck to you because you're just going to get eaten up. And she's going to have the woman behind her regardless. So that's a hard battle. You know what I mean? It's like the Rihanna Chris Brown. Thing. You know, yeah. he couldn't win. And Jay used that too. He's a very smart guy. That boosted beyond that actually boosted beyond his record sales that killed Chris Brown's career for a couple of years. Yeah, he boy. came back. Boy, did he. But Jay kicked off that. Boy, I fucked He shut him did. down so he could promote Rihanna's album. They took the domestic violence, put it in her album, and she blew through the roof. Yeah, man. yeah. That's when you touched the, the soul. Jay on another my, level with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He on another level. We out of here. We out of here. Yeah, did he? He said he invented that shit. Yeah, he did. We out. We out. Actually, completely. Uh, uh, we're back for another installment, another segment here on The Different Lens. I'm Mark Williams. And to my immediate left, I have... The Gamble, the fan list, the tragic antagonist, rest in peace, fight dog. Remember last week he forgot his name. Yeah. He forgot his intro. The tragic one. <laughs> this week. <laughs> and to my right, I have... Sazzle, your favorite individual here on a different lens. Okay, so. Anyway, um, recently in news, you know, it's like a news report, and yeah. recently in today's news, we had a little situation with Honey Pie. Tell me exactly what Honey Pie is and how it relates to us, you, all of us in general. Okay, so Honey Pot is a plant-based feminine hygiene line that was started up in 2014. Mm-hmm. And what relates it to us is that it has it was started by a black female who is just proud of being black and intelligent. She probably started her, her product on because the, those hygiene stuff that was for the masses weren't meeting the black person's needs. I mean, first of all, a lot of the feminine hygiene products that we have now, they're filled with like bleach and a whole bunch of different stuff that you just wouldn't normally put inside of you. Like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna sit here and drink bleach or wash themselves in bleach. So why is it that we have to, you know, use that kind of stuff to take care of ourselves? So she's pro-black and um, it, it's upset the establishment. Natural products. It did, but yeah. for the reason behind why it upset some customers was because she was just 
endorsing herself for being who she is and being proud and empowering of others. Right, so Target picked up her line, right? So yeah. now she's pretty much in Target, and Target's damn near everywhere. I think, yeah, Target started, and then I think a few other retailers actually picked up behind them and started getting... So she had an ad on Target's website, or whatever the case may be, and mm -hmm. Target's demographic is not Burger from Goodman, um... Yeah. Middle America. Middle America. Yeah, everybody loves Target. Everyone, right? So let me read the ad, or part of it. In the ad, Dixon, the owner, features Dixon, the reason why it's so important that Honeypot do so well is that the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. That raises a stink within the white community. Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. A lot of people thought that that was a racist comment, heavy on the quotation, mm -hmm. a racist comment. And there were comments being left saying, oh, so are we not empowering white women? Mm -hmm. And, oh, I feel like we have... Um, an open and friendly society like we're trying to create that so that just takes us back that comment you made and first first flag I have is there was nothing racist that was said like there was nothing negative in her comment at all about any race all she said was that she wants the next black girl to believe in herself and be able to believe that she can accomplish the same things mm -hmm. secondly this open and friendly environment, like I stated before, is that necessarily being created for all women or just white women that feel like they don't they shouldn't just be at home while their husband provides for them? Is that like what they think it is? And another point is like what I said before is this open and friendly environment is, oh my God, your hair is so pretty. Can I touch it? Like, wow, you're really pretty for a dark skinned girl. Mm -hmm. That's not open and friendly. It's just ignorant. What's your thoughts as a POC? It just seems like increasingly the, the less that we remind them, mm -hmm. like Jewish people always remind you of the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. They sew up and they still let you know. We was down mm -hmm. and we never going back. Mm -hmm. So we're going to tell you all about, they let their kids know. They let their kids' kids know, no matter they're rich, poor, whatever. Mm -hmm. they, they keep enforcing what was done to them in the Holocaust. We need to keep enforcing our black pride as well. And it seems like people get offended when we act prideful, mm -hmm. when we act cocky, when we act proud of what we accomplished. When we act like a normal human being. When we act like normal human beings. We don't deserve to. So this lady became so successful. She beat the odds. Black women starting their own businesses, becoming um, lucrative, and then being so profitable that Target picks you up. That doesn't happen every right. day. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's a difference between just being a woman and doing it and being a, and just, and being a black woman right. and being able to accomplish these things. And for the kids of our next generation to be able to think that they can do it too. There's not a lot of kids that think about getting, what was it you were selling? Uh, feminine products. Getting yeah, feminine products that are catered to the black person in Target. Right. This is an unbelievable feat for this woman and it should be celebrated. And right. she is a black woman. And for any woman of non-color to get offended, 
they're just really missing the point. They want to dominate everything. You mm-hmm. can't have everything. You can't have our blackness. They're not even missing the point. You can't have our pride they're and our blackness. They're proving the point. Well, they missed the point with Kaepernick. They missed the point with Trump. You missed the point with, uh, what's the name of the product? Uh, uh, honeypot. With Honeypot. Honeypot. It, it's and, all and, the same thing. And even with these negative comments, like, they, they feel so entitled. Like, their comments can really, like, make or break her sales if they actually jump started her sales 20 to 30 percent like right. she's now more popular so it's like you're not buying right but now like 30 other people are gonna buy right the reason because no one heard i not that i'm in that world yeah. heard about a honeypot product right so now i'm curious about what the hell honeypot yeah. is now yeah. i'm more apt to find out what it is so yeah. now i'm what not that i'm buying uh, uh, not that you need to yeah, I'm good. But um, somebody such as yourself would go buy that stuff, or the peanut yeah. gallery would go buy that stuff. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't need any feminine products. And, and it's good. not even like like you guys were saying that it's not even like she's just making it for one kind of like. It's just good. So she's not yeah. saying this only for black women. Yeah, like she ne- like it's like she never made it so that it only pertained to black people, and I don't think that she stated that in her ad at all. I think that all she said was just an empowering message for the next person to believe in themselves. See, but that's the problem, though. They don't want that. Right. They don't want of that. Of course. They don't want that. That's why they... They're like, we gave you your... We let you get your money. Right. Shut up and dribble. Right, right, right. Oh, it's just all the same thing. Right. Shut up and dribble. We let you get your money. You we not. don't want a, a social message to uplift other people to come here and get money. Right, right. We want you to be the aberration. The... The one that got Michael through. Jordan. The one that got through. And go. Yeah. Don't uplift the community. That's why, that's why your man. LeBron or Kaepernick. Trump is still talking about Obama. Like, of course. Like, he's still All relevant. All these years later. <laughs> like, he's still relevant. He about to win a separate term. <laughs> a separate term. And he's still talking about Obama because he knows that his legacy will never match, match Obama's. When history is, is told 100 years from now, he's going to be a joke. We know that. I mean, it's no offense to whoever feels how they feel. Because, you know, disrespecting the president doesn't always bring you goodwill. Right. But, I just, I don't but know. No, but he is. He's not. He's going to be known as a joke at the end of the day. Not right. a hero. Oh, honeypot? We done with honeypot? Um, you look angry. I yeah. am angry. Actually, about that. I, I, you want to talk to me? the dragon. No, it's like, it's, <laughs> I just feel like it's hard to do something positive in the community and then still be seen in a positive light. It's like... Oh well, she must have she must have gotten help somehow, or like like you can never just be black and do something on your own. Like, why is it that like like we're not capable? Yes, like why why do we have to always be painted in such a negative light? Like, how badly did like do we really hurt you guys mm. for y'all for y'all to feel this way? But then y'all still want to turn back around and have my ass or my lips or my hair like. Yeah. You and can't. The complexion, music, the culture, handshake. Yo, I seen a picture not too long ago where somebody had on a do rag and they renamed it a do rag. They call it a hair, a hair, a hair yeah. net or something like that. They'll take anything we have and flip it. It goes back to Elvis Presley. I don't care what nobody say. That's the one example I tell my kids <laughs> of culture appropriation. They said Elvis Presley remade songs that were great that couldn't sell ten copies. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley had songs written for him that wouldn't have sold 100 copies mm-hmm. if it was saying by black man. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley just straight took other people's music and resold it, and they yep. never got paid for it. That's yep. back in those days. Yep. And the narrative started that he created all this. He was this great artist. He was a hustler like everybody else, yep. man. 
Hell yeah. just a hustler, somebody you put out there. Really. So, so what are we saying to the next generation? Keep going. Got to. Of course. Keep like, making them mad. Yeah. Ma- keep making them mad, Rich Paul. Yeah. Keep making them mad, Jay Z. Keep making them mad, Beyonce. Keep making them mad, Maxine Waters. Keep making them mad, Kamala Harris. Keep making them mad. Like, it's hard for people to believe that that we come from a genuine place of trying to be um, successful and and empowering. Like, it's just hard for them to believe that we could actually be anything more than a slave. Keep making them mad, LeBron. Keep making them mad, Cory Booker. Keep making them mad, P. Diddy. Keep making them mad, man. Keep making them mad. We out? Yeah. Honey Pot, keep making them mad. Honey Pot, um, Beatrice Dixon. Shout, shout out to you. Dixon. Shout out to you. Keep going. The people at keep Bevel, going. keep going also. Yeah. Um, keep Ooh. going, Bevel, keep going. Yeah, get their little shave, you know, with the ingrown hairs and stuff like that. Keep making them mad because that's what we got to do. Dapper Dan's getting his again. Dapper yep. Dan just got a nice deal with, Gu- with um, Gucci. Gucci. He's, the head, he's, the he's finally... Yep. Imagine how much money has been stolen from him over the years. See, people don't even think about that. Oh, they probably was staking out his Harlem spot. He should be a billionaire style. right now. Agreed. He should have the same money Rob from Ren, Tommy Hilfiger, anybody has. They yep. stolen his ideas over the years. Yep. So I'm, it's good to see people like Jay-Z... And other people step up for guys like this. Jay-Z and Yo Gotti with the second lawsuit. Mm-hmm. For They said shit's still going on. They haven't changed anything. Inmates are still dying yep. in the prison. Conditions are still horrible. Feces in the food. Well, of course, because you, you don't see that. It's right. Like, like nobody, who, who in there can really step out and say, like, Imagine this is Imagine being in there in 1940. But, but that's when Yo Gotti came out and said it. But I guess they're they trying to silence him to a certain extent. Of course. They're trying to bury it in the, in the eight. Even with the Kodak Black, how they moved him to the other prison. Right. So they mistreated him, too. Yeah. Yeah. They moved him to the other prison and cut off now all his internet access. Oh, so he don't know what's going on. They do whatever they want. Yeah, because he was... Sending messages, letting people know what they were doing to him and how they torture people mm-hmm. when you're in prison, mm-hmm. when you're incarcerated, mm-hmm. you know, and the sick things that go on. And the profit they make in prison—they're not—they're not trying to lose the profit they're making from uh-huh. from that. Well, everybody's a pawn, from the COs to the to the yeah. prisoners. Mm-hmm. They're all pawns in a big money game that some senator you don't even know about right. might even be Democratic. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Hat owns. Oh, uh, that's true, too. Uh, <laughs> you heard about that judge that was sending, he was in bed with a congressman of some sort, the DA, and they were sending people to jail. Pennsylvania, for, been Pennsylvania, there. Pennsylvania, that's what Remember they were, sending, they were sending the kids to prison, yep. to jail, for juvenile, for no reason. Yeah, I remember that. Just to get money. Get that bread. So Pennsylvania, McMill, no. Yeah. Pennsylvania's a... Uh, keep making them mad. Anything from the peanut gallery? Peanut, we good over there, peanuts? Uh, Jada Pinkett, keep making them mad. Amanda Seals. Keep making them mad. Jamel Hill, keep making them mad. Angela Rye, keep making them mad. Keep making Common. them mad. Sean King, keep making them mad. Yo, Common, hold on, hold on. keep making them mad. Sean King? That, that dude's serious. He gets to the bottom of everything. He's serious. That thing in Mississippi. He's serious. Where they tried, in Alabama, he was on with T.I. They tried, they know that this dude didn't do it, and they still sentenced him to death. Sean King? That they, was today, right? Yeah, they yeah. know he's innocent. They, Oh, they're gonna kill him. Uh, and they're still gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't do it. They know he didn't do it. Sean King is a national treasure that needs to be protected. He at is all a national treasure. He needs to be protected. He does. We out of here. A different lens. I am Mark Williams. You are the gambler, the tragic antagonist, aka the fanless, aka hit different, aka keep making them mad. Last week he had two names. Well, he forgot his name. Now he yeah. got eight. 
Who are you? I am Sazul, the favorite face. That's right, we're bringing you that heat. We out. Bye bye. Bye bye. Peace. Till next time. It hit different. <laughs> <laughs>